And this is Talon Black from the band Bomber Alley, and you are listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Anyway, thanks, man. I appreciate you taking the time. Where are you located at? Oh, yeah, not a problem, man. Say Where again? are you at? Right now, I am in sunny western Massachusetts. Oh, okay, so the leaves are changing up there already, huh? Yeah, 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 it's pretty nice. Um, I, I've only lived here for a couple of years, but I'm digging it, you know. I'm down, in, I'm down in Richmond, Virginia, so we're not changing yet, but the weather has changed, just no leaves yet. Oh, right on, man. Yeah, yeah. It's nice, you know, get away from that oppressive heat sometimes. Is the whole band from up there? Um, the band basically, it well, short answer, yes, except for a guitar player. Um, that one of the guitar players is in Austin, Texas, right? And then the other guys are basically from the New York area. Um, they're essentially members of D. Snyder's band. Um, that I was in the studio doing that. A new release that I just put out and mm-hmm. um, the guitar player that I had first hired basically I was just getting all session guys it was during the whole COVID thing and right. stuff like that nobody's touring nobody's doing anything you know and so the guy I got to do guitar um, he's from a reputable band but I just don't I don't want to call him out you know what I mean yeah. but he 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 played his part saying and we both loved the parts but he didn't do it the way uh nikki our producer had asked him to do it and so he was asked again please do it in a certain way and there was an issue with that so i had to find somebody else right um nick petrino works with the producer that i'm working with he's one of d d's guitar players Mm -hmm. and um but i know he works with the same producer so i know that he's accustomed to giving this guy what he's asking for and right. so there shouldn't be an issue so i just said hey man i know you're a busy guy but i need help on these tracks i'm working with your guy nikki right and you know can you do this for me and so he did he was wicked cool about it and um you know busted them right out and they were amazing right off the bat i was like holy cow man that's great right and then almost the same issue i had with the guy that i hired to play bass but he just didn't show up for his sessions for like three days in a row. So oh, now nice. I'm like, now what? Right. Same thing. You know, Russell uh, works with Nikki Belmore. Um, this is, again, this is one of D. Snyder's players. Right. And I just said, hey, brother, <laughs> I'm in a spot. You know, I just asked your pal to help me out. Now I need a bass player. You know, do you mind doing a little bit of session work for me? He's like, yeah, no problem. And, um, <clears throat> Again, amazing. And so that that's kind of how that happened. So everybody's from up in New York, except this one guy that I found online. Just He had this little video of himself that he posted on Facebook or something. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's really good. you know. And I just hit him up randomly and just said, hey, man, you know, do you want to play on some stuff that I'm recording? He's like, sure, you know, send it over. And so we're working on some more original stuff right now. As a matter of fact. So nobody's been together in the same room, though. It's all been uh, internet based. Exactly. That's kind of yep. cool how you could do that now these days. It, it, it's nuts. Yeah. Um, well, most of us work out of the same studio. We just weren't in it at the same time mm-hmm. recording. Um, and then Jake, 
the guy I was just telling you about from Texas. Um, yeah, he's just really good at what he does too. So he was able to record exactly the way we asked him to, sent it all over, no problemo. No. So it was really good. That's sweet. So I got to tell you, and I'm not blowing smoke up your ass. I'm going through my list of stuff. Um, people I'm interviewing today because we do this like once a month or whatever. We do a whole bunch of them. Okay. This is definitely the stuff I was looking forward to the most talking really? to because yeah, I love that we get by stuff and I'm I'm excited oh, about cool. I'm excited about how it's like that kind of old school rock and roll sort of fun vibe. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. I, I'm still kind of stuck there, you know. Yeah. We were hoping to make it a little bit more, yeah, we wanted that vibe. And thanks for noticing that, you know. Um, but we still wanted it to be hopefully a little bit more relevant now sure um or at least acceptable and not just saying oh it's some rehash of something whatever no i don't think it's it's an homage to it i think it's definitely relevant but i think there's not a lot of that stuff going on right now or at least i haven't found it and we're Mm -hmm. probably around the same age or grew up around in the same circles and right that's what i grew up on you know, I don't have anything wrong with the, I don't dislike any of the stuff that's coming out now, but my heart belongs exactly. to that, to that right. rock and roll sort of the gritty, hard rock and roll sort of thing. Gotcha. That makes yeah, sense. Yeah, that, that's where my heart's at. Sorry, man. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's the, we're trying to keep that sound throughout the record. So the whole record sounds cohesive and right. stuff like that. So we're, we're putting a lot of thought into actually the songwriting instead of just trying to whip out a bunch of stuff you know we've turned down more songs than we're recording right now you know we we've come up with something and we think we like it for a minute but then we're trying to do what i was just saying about keeping the record all cohesive and everything so we're um yeah we're just putting a lot of thought into our song choices you know is it difficult to uh try and write in all this nonsense you know, with everybody only being able to get in the studio one at a time, or are you guys able to jam together? Um, getting used to it now. As long as everybody records their stuff in time, right. it's not a problem. It just matches right up, you know, and everybody can play to a click, obviously. So sure. it's, it's just basically how we do it, you know. Um, like Jake, for example, I, I'll, I'll just call that guy out because we were just talking about him. He'll have some ideas or whatever, but when he does that, um, I ask him to every time he starts hitting record and play on something to send me an idea, set it to a click track. Yeah. So I can immediately try and do something with it. Right. And um, that's kind of the process, you know, like Nick or Jake or somebody will have an idea and but it's kind of see where it goes. You know what I mean? They'll have a cool riff idea or something, or maybe it's not working right now and we'll hang on to it for a minute, but that, that's pretty much it. As long as everybody does their thing set to a click track, um, match it right up. Like I was sitting right there. So don't take this the wrong way. I mentioned, you know, I'm sort of old school and I'm used to, you know, the people obviously have to, the music business has to evolve and the process has to evolve, but mm-hmm. do you, do you yeah. find it different? Well, obviously it's different. Do you find it, I don't know what the word is a detriment more so doing it like that, as opposed to everybody being in the room, bouncing ideas off each other and the song, maybe not being totally on four, four or whatever it is, but sort of naturally meandering. Does that make sense? Um, 
I obviously prefer being in the same room with all the guys. Right. I know you it, can't, then it's, it's life. It's so much. Yeah. You know, like you was just saying, you know, I'm old school. That's the way we've always done it. Obviously, you know, um, just trying to evolve with technology, but with the world, the way right. it is right now, we don't have a heck of a lot of choice. I know, you know, so it is what it is. And, um, but we're hoping as things start opening up a little bit, we can relax a little bit on that kind of issue as well. And people will be able to travel a little bit more and whatever right. the restrictions are right now, hopefully there won't be as many and we can start getting together, but we're definitely um, talking about, you know, doing some live shows, you know, a little bit later on and stuff like that. Um, we, we're just, well, we're bi- building the set right now. Right. You know, when you say live shows, are you looking at 2022? Is that where we're, where you're looking at? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 2022. Um, I, it's way early. We even had an offer to go, um, basically open for another band in Europe. And for next year, I'm like, well, we don't even have a whole set yet. You know, I appreciate it. And it's all awesome and flattering, but how about like spring of 2023 on the Euro thing? Right. And um, so we pushed that back, but we were blown away that we even got an offer. It's like, you know, I don't know how many people know, but we only got a couple songs right now, you know, right. Um, recorded. Sure. So, uh, but we're putting our set together. Um, right now we are just finishing up a cover song and we have two more originals also being recorded. So we got like, like four songs almost in the can, you know, okay. um, that we're going to put on an EP and then right behind that, we're going straight back in the studio again. We're going to record the next bunch that we think is ready and hopefully by spring or something of 2022 we'll have the whole record right when you're writing are you writing with the live set in mind like how these songs are going to sound on stage or come across on stage or are you writing the song for the song's sake currently writing the song for the song's sake but i'm always thinking about the live show just because uh i i love performing and you know you think about it basically i i think what would happen is we would just try to make a go a cohesive record and then just arrange them like we would any other show with any other band we may have been with before or oh, what's a really powerful opener and you know maybe right. some of the slower stuff towards the middle or something like that and then close really big as well you know and i know we talked about technology a little bit and so I hear you saying record. Are we going to, are you, not we, I have nothing to do with you guys, but are oh, you, pl- <laughs> are you planning on like releasing a record like the, the old school days? Or are you planning on following that new model of, you know, a single every six weeks? Well, we're going to keep pumping out the singles until we get enough for say that first EP. Um, the first two, however, Yes, we're going to put on a 45, actually. The hmm. the release that we get by in that single, I mean, the cover I was just telling you about. Right. Um, those will just get thrown on a 45, plus, you know, digital and all right. that. And just because I like the old school. Yes. And I'm, I'm glad vinyl's coming back. So yes. I support that 100%. Um, the EP, I'm not sure how that is going to work you know maybe they can make us something cool out of vinyl that only has like four songs on it right. i don't know 
Um, but we're absolutely planning on making a full length vinyl record, you know, something cool. Cause I think one of the lost arts and we've talked about this on the show before with other bands is the art of sequencing, right? Like sitting down and saying, Hey, this song goes right here and this is a good opener. And then this flows into, you know, keeping the mood of the record. That's a lost art almost. Cause everybody's doing, Hey, let's get one single out. Right. Exactly. Um, no, I, I guess maybe I, I didn't quite catch the question before, but yes, I think we are kind of keeping that in mind a little bit. Right. Um, we, Yeah. And possibly, you know what, um, I guess it's fair to say that we would almost arrange the record in a set type format. So oh, really? then, right. Because it might be fun yeah. to, when it's finished and go play it live, to play it straight as through. the record, right. you know, from beginning then, to end. And then you've got the ebbs and flows and the emotional, you know, the emotions that you want at certain times and it just rolls. Exactly. It's not a bad idea. We should definitely take you along, man, tour manager or something, <laughs> you know? That's funny. What um when you sit down to write though, are you writing with certain themes in mind? Or are you like, is there a something you want your fans to take away from after listening to a Bomber Alley record? Or is there just a good time sort of thing? It, it's it's more of a good time band, a lot of hooks and stuff like that. Um the Bomber Alley imagery, you know, is like the World War II plane kind of thing right. and the little logos on the side and stuff. I used to live in a place where there was an air force base, like right almost off the property. Oh really? And they fly right over and you'd have to wait on your phone calls for the plane to go over to finish because you couldn't wow. hear each other. Right. And it was just all day constantly. And that's where that name came from. But the, uh, the bomber alley band itself basically was formed just because I wanted to release that single during COVID. It was mm -hmm. sitting on a shelf, if you will. Um, I had it for a while um another guitar player i used to work with he's a guy out of sweden he and i came up with that tune but had nowhere to put it basically and we weren't in a band that that song would fit with but we only had it in demo format and i just kept hanging on to it and now a few years later as i was explaining earlier during that slow time right is when it came out but then it's like okay how am I going to release this song? Um, nobody's going to buy a talent black record. I'm just a drummer, you know, I'm not a singer. Right. So I had to form a band <laughs> just to put out a song. And right. now it's gotten bigger. It's kind of weird. Taking on a life that's of its own. Worked. Yeah. Yeah. Literally. That's, that's beautiful though. Right. Yeah. No, it's the truth as weird as it is. That's how it happened. Yeah. So I think I read somewhere, it's in my notes, so I'm hoping I'm not making this up, but the EP is entitled Tune in Tokyo. Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of a play on words, too. Um, like, one, it, I got a bee attacking me over here. Uh, <laughs> one, it kind of goes along with the whole bomber thing and stuff right. like that, the World War II dealio. And then the other one is kind of the whole joke thing, you know, when you're a young boy, you know, girls tune in Tokyo or whatever. Right. And the whole, you know, the 80s bands were always fun like that. Um, I, I don't know if people consider that still fun now, but at the time we always thought that was, you know, sexy chicks and stuff like that, you know, right. was part of that whole thing back in the day. So it's kind of a play on words with that. It's kind Just of funny. The whole bomber thing. Yeah, yeah. The, it's kind of funny, and I know this has nothing to do with Bomber Alley, but you sort of mentioned that the whole sexy chicks thing back in the day. We're in this 
space now in the world where I don't know if some of that stuff would, I listen to like Sirius XM and some of these songs that I grew up on. And I go, they could, I tell my wife, they couldn't release that record now with all these canceled people. It's really weird, right? Yeah, Kip Winger when she's only yes, seventeen. That was like that's that. the one Hell of the ones no, I was thinking, dude. right? Yeah, bro. Yeah, no, that wouldn't fly at all. I I was kind of hesitant to start saying and describing what I was describing a minute ago with this sexy chick thing. I'm like, oh, now everybody's going right. to hammer me for this. Um, but uh, we're, we're just trying to be a good time, fun band, you know, not right. be creepy or anything. But you know, it, it's just a party, man. Yes, you know. Everybody no, I, likes the party. I don't care who you are. I get that. But I was just relating it to like I was listening to some Guns N' Roses and some Fast the Pussycat the other day. Stuff I grew up on, you didn't even think twice or you smirked when you heard it. That stuff now is like totally taboo. It's really weird. Right? It is. Uh, funny you mentioned Fast the Pussycat. Love, love that band. I almost wore one of those shirts this morning for our interview. One like, of my favorites. Yeah, Fast. Oh, the great guys. Great guys. Every one of them super nice. Yeah. Um. So, so yeah, man, uh, that's where we're at in uh, a buddy of mine, Christian Lawrence. He has mind snap music. He's a, um, a drummer for many other bands. He's got dead by Wednesday and a couple other new projects. He even played for the bullet boys um, mm-hmm. a while back. And um, he is the guy that is helping me with the whole thing. If it wasn't for, Christian and his company, I, you, we, you wouldn't be talking to me right now, right. to be honest with you. You wouldn't even know about this thing. Right. So he, he's kicking butt. He's just working his, his ass off. And then you got the guys from Vaughn Artist and the Orchard and stuff like that. It just now, um, it, it's pretty cool because I'm getting emails and things like that telling me that. I have an interview with you and stuff right. like that. It's like, wow, this is crazy. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Uh, but it's cool at the same time, super grateful. And everybody's just been amazingly helpful. Um, you would good. think that a lot of times nobody be willing to help you or somebody that's maybe on a slightly higher pay scale wouldn't even talk to you when it's been just the opposite. Everybody's been ultra cool. I think there's always been a community for sure, but I also think that COVID has leveled the playing field quite a bit. If that makes sense, where we're all sort of on the same level. Right. Um, The the whole, we're all in the same boat kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, we're all using zoom and we're all having to find new ways to reinvent yourself. And there's no stadium. Well, there are some stadium tours, but there's not a lot. Right. Right. And yeah. uh, The, challenges and stuff i think we all find that we're being challenged with different things and so people are more willing to help one yes. another out like hey this is this is how you do this and i think there's um, always been an underground community or in this sort of in the hard rock heavy metal sort of world there's always been you know back with the tape traders and the magazine yeah. stuff and the fanzines and all that shit there's always been sort of a uh, a thing community right yeah, there you go good word uh, community um I agree a hundred percent. Absolutely. And uh, so I, I just hope people continue to like, you know, what we're putting out um, and that it just keeps taking off like this because I, I guess somebody asked me, you know, what, what is your advice for, you know, the same old kind of question and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. it may sound cliche, but 
I swear it's just don't give up. You right. know what I mean? A lot of cats, you know, our age are they, they've just literally given up. Well, I've tried and I've tried and I've had success. It went down, it went up, whatever, you know, and uh, I'm over it. I'm, I'm glad I didn't stop yet, you know, because this is I'll be, you know, frank, but it, it's a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. And yeah. I think once the music or especially the harder music, hard rock, metal, whatever it is, I think once it seeps into your bones at like that early influential age, it stays with you. You can't get rid of it. It's part of your DNA, right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. I mean, everywhere I go, you know, it's like people just kind of give me that look. It's like, you know, this this is just me. You know right. what I mean? It's not Halloween. It's not, oh, whatever. It's just, right. you know, this this is me, how who I am. And um and again, I, I'm I'm just glad people are appreciating right. this kind of music again if you will i know a lot of people have stick stuck with it but uh yeah it seems like it's coming around a little bit again i think so what's next for what's next for talon black or for bomber alley what's the uh the very next thing the very next thing uh is we have to finish up that cover song by the end of this month and have it turned in that's going actually to another label for a compilation record, but I just can't say anything until after the 30th of this month. Okay. But if we talk again, right. I'll let you know. Um, but yeah, they, they basically got a bunch of bands and uh, all performing songs from a certain major Art. band mm-hmm. and just making a compilation record, sort of like the Nativity in Black, Black Sabbath record yeah. that came out like a while back. Right. It, it's that idea and so that's kind of exciting they're going to push it even without me doing it so that's cool you know so if i get any traction from that that would be all right but um and we'll, we'll perform that live as well that right. same song but the rest i i think for me is just getting these songs recorded and getting this record done i, I don't think i'll be able to breathe until they're all right you know done then i can start planning the shows and all that kind of good stuff all right cool and as far as if fans want to find you is it bomber alley talent black or both or how does i see that b running around your head <laughs> i know right i, I didn't want to swat it on camera, but, um yeah it both i guess you, you can just find me talent black there it is again yeah um this is gonna make for a great <laughs> segment um <laughs> talent black you know on facebook or bomberalley.com Okay. And uh, and I think that'll just keep you up to date on okay. a lot of stuff. You, you just Google Talon Black. You're going to find things good and bad about me all over the place. Right. So. I'm going to tell you a quick story about a bee real quick, and then I'll let you go. I was doing an interview with this. Uh, yeah, Swiss, go for it. I was doing an interview with this Swiss band, Saltatio Mortis, I think is how you pronounce it. They're like a folk metal band from, I think, Switzerland. And they were playing Vakken or Wacken, however you pronounce it. And middle of the summer, drummer gets up on stage and he's wearing loose shorts and a hornet went up his shorts and stung him in the nuts just as they were about to play. He said it swelled like a grapefruit, but he still had to keep playing because they had waited that long to play that show. (laughs) Oh, my God. I would have loved to caught a a snapshot of the look on the face (laughs) right at that moment. Yeah, he said he got off... uh, not, not to interrupt you. I'm sorry. I, uh, I've been staring at the kiss oh, thing yeah. behind you there. 
That's really cool. Thank you. Yeah, he said uh, he got off stage and it was like his nuts were swelled like grapefruits were being stung by a hornet, but he made it through and it was, uh, that's rock and roll, I guess, right? Well, exactly. It makes for great <laughs> stories later, you know what I mean? This one yeah. time I was playing Barking. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's all that's I've great. got, man. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate you taking the time. Hope that wasn't too bad. No, all right. Hey, not bad at all. It, it was. I, I kind of go actually. all over the place, so I just I have a script or I have some questions, but I usually just go and see what happens. So exactly, I had notes too, and then I didn't read one of them. Good, awesome. That's all right, the brother. Way. You take care. Stay well, stay yourself, safe. Man. Thanks, man. All right, you too. Bye, bye. Bye. Hello, Tom May here, host of Future Friday. I've spent the last 15 years on the road with my band, The Menzingers, where I've met all kinds of wild and fascinating people. So I started a podcast. On Future Friday, I talked to fellow musicians about the moments that made them, their passions outside of music, and the curiosities that tie us all together. I've also talked to the likes of UFO researchers, magicians, soldiers, and documentary filmmakers, and I'm constantly searching for folks that can shape and change our view of the world. You can check out Future Friday wherever you like.